Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. And good afternoon, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Brunch with Tony. I am your host, as always, Tony Defio. And I thank you for joining me on another, well, it's not really fine Saturday afternoon. It's, uh, it's really cold and it's snowy and it looks like this winter is going to pay us back for... Uh, last winter that was uh, pretty nice and mild here in Pittsburgh. But I hope you all out there had a great holiday on Friday and, and I hope you continue to have a, <clears throat> excuse me, a great holiday weekend. And before I begin, I just want to encourage you all to please check out our YouTube channel where we bring you podcasts such as this one. Uh, there's The Hangover, The Scobro Show, The Steelers Preview, The Steelers Post Game. Uh, what else we have? Um, I always, always stumble. Steelers post game, and then there's the, the Know Your Enemy every Wednesday. Then we have audio only shows such as as the Retro Show, the Live Mike, Let's Ride, the Stat Geek, and if I oh the Touchdown Under by the gentleman from Australia whose names I always can never remember. I should write those down and have it like sort of like a password. That's a great show. You can catch that every, uh, I think, Saturday morning or Friday night. But um, please check that out. Check check out our our, our YouTube channel, and, and and you can find us on on any any audio platform. And please check out Behind the Steel Curtain, the website, where we bring you news, commentary, film breakdown, any kind of injury update, any kind of trade, any kind of any kind of anytime there's news. We're one of the first to bring it to you, so please check check us out. As we like to say, it's your one-stop shop for all your Steelers needs. And welcome to everybody in the, in the live chat. There's Lumberzack. Happy holidays, uh, Steelers Pittsburgh. 
All I want for Christmas is a Steeler win. Here, here. Corey. Wow. Schwendeman. Ezra. And, and here's, what, here's what Corey says. I, I, I have to bring, well, sorry. I messed it up again. I have to bring this up. If I only listen, I'll only listen if it's better content than Juju is dancing the problem. Well, you'll, I'm going to touch on that, but uh, I don't know if you're going to like it or not. So uh, you can listen up to then and then decide as you're listening if you want to if you want to you know, log off. So anyway, thank you all for joining me in the live chat. And as always, I have a few topics I want to discuss. And I'll start off with last Monday's debacle in Cincinnati, Paul Brown Stadium. The home away from home that was not much, so much this time. Uh, they really uh, they really laid an egg. I think that's... One of the worst games they've played. Uh, actually, it was probably the worst game they've played with Ben since the uh, Patriots game in Week One uh, back in 2019. It was a it was a, a horrible, horrible performance with the division on the line. And yes, they have you know three weeks. As of Monday, they had three weeks to clinch the division. They just needed one win. But after the previous two games, and after the way they had been playing for about a month or so, and with everybody questioning their credentials as a Super Bowl contender, even before they lost their first game. Uh, you know, th that, that could have been a game where you went out and you just dominated a clearly inferior opponent that was already compromised even uh, even more than they usually were because guys like Joe Burrow were gone. Uh, Gino, I think it was Gino Atkins or it was it Carlos Dunlap? One of those guys was, was out. I mean, they, they, they were... They were uh, really a compromised team, looking for the looking forward to the to the uh, off season. I'm sure, and, and, and getting their 2020 campaign over with. And you go out there, and, and you just look totally lifeless against them. Uh, you turn the ball over three times in the first half, at least 17 points. You're down 17 nothing at the half. It was just inexcusable. And uh, you know, I, I I've been on here for a few weeks now trying to come up with answers. I'm obviously not an X's and O's guy. There are a lot of people on this site who who, who write for Behind the Curtain and talk about the team on, on podcasts and everything who are who are more qualified. And they've been trying to come up with answers. And, and, and whatever answers are out there, the Steelers haven't found them yet. It doesn't really matter what we say or what anybody else says. The Steelers haven't found the answers yet. They haven't found them on offense for sure, whether it's Ben, the offensive line, the offensive coordinator, the receivers dropping the ball. It's a bunch of problems, and and uh, it, it's it's it, it's hard to say. You know, things just look pretty bleak right now. And, and of course, they have their injury issues on defense. Uh, uh, you know, Devin Bush, Bud Dupree. They keep they keep you know guys keep getting hurt. Robert Spillane, uh, Ulysses Gilbert the third. He went on the he went on the IR again. Um, who, who else is hurt? There's just so many people. Um, that that are that are uh, integral to that defense that are that are that are out right now and 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 so it's it's, it's a tough time for them it's a tough time for the for the team and really I mean as I wrote about last week they they have nobody nobody to blame but themselves for all the criticism they're getting you know whether it's 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 rational criticism like what the heck's wrong with them right now what's going on with this team why why are they playing so poorly for, that's rational. To the irrational stuff like Juju's dancing on the logo, and that's why they're he's rallying the other team up. And we need to bring in Sam Darnold for next year, and and or, or Carson Wentz or whomever. 
to the, that irrational stuff. They deserve it all because, you know, when you play like that, you open yourself up to, to just about everything. And, and believe me, there are a lot of things that people are discussing that I, I want no part of. With. I, I just think are, are, are nonsense. And I think it's, it's a joke. Like the Juju thing, I think it's a joke. And I'll touch on that later. And the whole thing about looking, looking ahead to, to next year and, and bringing in Sam Darnold or Carson Wentz or Marcus Mariota, whomever, Dwayne Haskins, whoever you want to mention. I, I just think it's all, I don't know why people are worried about that right now. I mean, they're in the playoffs and, and, and they have a chance to, to, to turn it around. You would, you would hopefully anyway. I mean, but again, when you when you play, when you lose three in a row and you, and you play as poorly as they have, you deserve, you deserve uh, every little bit of criticism you get. So, and you know, it's the third straight December collapse for them. I mean, it's, it's, it's not complete. They can still turn it around, but this is the third straight December that they've kind of uh, fallen off a cliff. And it used to be, it used to be the opposite under Mike Tomlin. And they, they used to be playing their best football this time of year. Now for the last three, three Decembers, they're playing their worst football. You know, you know, you can, yeah, there are some legit legitimate reasons why. Um, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and you know, he was he was saying, "Well, 2018, they had a lot of bad luck." Uh, you know, as far as the officials, a couple of those games, the Saints game, the Chargers game, you could point to some calls that if they would have went the other way, they would have won, and that's true. And of course, last year you had the quarterback issue, and 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 you can explain that away, and and again, that's true. And this year, as I mentioned, there there's some injuries, and and you know, with the COVID issue and the scheduling and, uh, you know, maybe they, they might be a little bit, a little bit tired right now. And, and again, that's true, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, people are, people aren't going to care about that. They're going to look at, you know, if they, if it finishes out, if this, if this season finishes up on a, on a truly bad note, and that would be losing their last two games and lo- going one and done in the playoffs, People are, are not going to care about the excuses or the reasons that they're, they're going to want. They're going to want Mike Tomlin to be held accountable, and you know what that means? That means they're going to want him fired. They're going to want him to be fired. That's just, that's what being held accountable means. When people say that, uh, what else could it mean other than they're not going to dock him pay? <laughs> you know, so when people say so and so needs to be held accountable, that means they want them gone. So they're, you're going to be hearing all this talk again. So you know, it, it's 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 a tough sp- spot right now. And what really, I think what's really alarming uh, to me is if you go back to 2019, okay, it's a quarterback issue. So you, so you can explain that away. But what really has me alarmed is the 2018 collapse. You could, you could point to any number of things. Yes, the officials made some questionable calls. And there were also some just boneheaded plays that they seemed to make at the wrong time, whether it was Ben throwing a, a red zone pick or James Conner fumbling or Juju fumbling or, uh, uh, you know, that, that questionable fake punt on fourth and one or fourth and three, whatever it was that the Rosie Nick Nick's play where he famously signaled a first down. I think it was like a half a yard short. So you, you could point to, you know, some things where they look strong. They look like contenders. They just made some boneheaded mistakes at the wrong time. And, and, and that happens every now in the NFL and, and, and teams just have some, bad stretches, but this year they just don't look competitive right now. They don't, they don't look like they can beat anybody as evidenced by last Monday against the Bengals. They don't look like they can beat anybody right now, whether it's the Bengals or the chiefs, I wouldn't feel very confident going And I don't feel that confident against the Colts 
on Sunday. I don't feel like going into that game. I, you know, until they show me otherwise, I, I, I don't feel so confident. And that's that's what's so alarming. It's it's not that that they're in a, in a slump. Is they just don't look like they can beat anybody. They, they don't look like a, a true competitive team. You know, I watched a bunch of football last week, last weekend leading up to Monday night. So many of the, the uh, uh, so-called contenders like the Bills, the Titans, Ravens, Packers, uh, Chiefs, you know, they all look strong, right? They look strong and, and, and formidable. But, but you know, the Steelers, they just look lifeless. They look like they, you know, just they look crippled. They look just shot. So that's, that's, that's an, that's an issue. And, 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 how they how they turn it around again to repeat what I said earlier in the show I I don't know I don't know how you turn it around I, I've 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 thought of everything from they got they got to try to throw deeper uh, they got to try to throw intermediate passes they got to they got to try more balance they got to try running the ball blah 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 and 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 right now I I can't think of of a of a solution but. The good news is, I guess, if you want to look at it that way, is when 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 a team is in this kind of a funk, oftentimes you don't you don't see the answers because if 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 you if you if you could see the if if you could see the answers, me or or you out there and in the live chat or anybody else who wasn't directly involved with the team, if you could see the answers, if you if you knew the answers, and surely they could they could discover them too. So if it was just as easy as as, as seeing the, the problem and, I, and identifying it and, 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 and fixing it, then there teams would, would never have these kind of, of streaks where they just look absolutely horrific. And I think Mark Caboli, I think it was Mark Caboli, tweeted out every team, every, every contender's slump throughout the year. And he, he even included the Chiefs, which I think he missed a mark on that one because the best he came up with with Kansas City was a uh, a bunch of one one possession wins, which you know you'll take that every time. It's a win is a win, but um, you know he you know he highlighted the Bills. They they had a, a, a like I think they lost three out of four or three in a row at one point. Uh, the Titans had had a huge slump. The Ravens had a had a had a, a slump. The Saints have had their difficulties. The Buccaneers, that super team with Tom Brady and. And all and, and and Gronk and now AB they they they've gotten their blo- uh, doors blown off twice by the Saints this year. So, you know, he made a good point. Uh, you know, every every contender other than the Chiefs, who, who again he included for some reason, has had a uh, a rough patch this year. And 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 the Steelers are clearly in in their rough patch. And and I think the reason why it's it seems worse than what everybody else was going through is because it's happening at the end of the year. You know, if, if you if you have a little slump in the middle of the year, it doesn't seem so bad. You know, you don't notice it as much because you, especially if you pull out of it by November and December. But if you if it happens after an 11-0 start, then people are going to notice it more and it's going to seem like the end of the world. And it's going to seem like time is running out as far as turning things around. And that's how it appears right now. But um, and I'm going to touch on this more later. Uh, uh, Kevin Green, as you as you probably know, he passed away on on uh on monday uh it was a, it was a shock to everybody at the age of 58 and you know he, as he said uh when he went into the hall of fame his favorite time he played for a, a bunch of different teams he played for the rams he played for the, the panthers twice the 49ers but his his favorite time his favorite three-year 
period of his career was those three years in the mid nineties when he played for the Steelers as he came here as a free agent. And, uh, you know, much like this year, they had a horrific slump in the middle of that 95 season, uh, the year that they went to the Super Bowl. That's, that's his, from what he said, his fondest moment was going to that Super Bowl 30. Cause he, he had a, a lot of, uh, he played for a lot of uh, strong contenders, but he never made it to the Super Bowl. So that 95 team meant a lot to him. But that that year, they they had they were in a in the middle of a, a of a string where they lost four out of five. Uh, they 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 dropped their first game ever against the 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 uh, expansion Jaguars at their place. They um they, they and, and and they capped it off. Or they were they were blown out by the by the by the Vikings at Three River Stadium. That famous game where Bill Cowher. Uh, went up, uh, rushed up to the to the uh, referee and, and shoved a, uh, a picture of, in his pocket of some penalty that they call it, where they said the Steelers had too many men on the field, where they clearly didn't. That you know, that they had that blowout uh, loss, and they got their doors blown off on a Thursday night, a primetime game against of all teams, the Bengals. Jeff Blake, he was the quarterback. He kind of had their number uh, at certain times in that in, in that era. He was he was a handful for them more often than not. And that dropped them to three and three and four, and and it looked like the end of the world. I mean, they did not look like a, a strong team at all through seven games. Neil O'Donnell was struggling. They lost Rod Woodson uh, to, to an ACL tear uh, in week one. They just did not look like the same team from the year before that went to the AFC Championship game. And it looked like they were suffering the uh, they were still suffering the effects of that horrific loss to the Chargers in in that. AFC title game, maybe the, maybe the worst loss in franchise history, uh, that, that, that loss to the chargers. And it looked like they were still suffering ill effects of that, of that loss. And they were three and four. And what I remember Bill Cowher saying is, okay, this is a nine game season now. That's how you have to think of it. Clean the slate, nine game season. And after that, they, they won every game of consequence through Super Bowl 30 up until Super Bowl 30. So, at that point, I mean, you know, how they looked then is kind of how they look now. You know, not like they did two years ago, but they, they looked like a really good team that just kept making mistakes. They looked helpless, that 95 team, through seven weeks. They looked shot, non-competitive. And the games that they did win, they got they just barely squeaked by, and they didn't look all that impressive. Yet they, they found it. Um, they found the formula, and and – and they went on a, on a nice run. I mean, we, we, we talk about that 05 team a lot and how, how bad they, that things looked for them at seven and five in, in early December of that year. And I remember, I remember, uh, you know, I'm a big time sports radio junkie and I listen to, I've been listening to sports talk radio since my high school days. And at the time that the show that I listened to the most was the uh, Junker and Crow show on, at that time, 1250 there, I think they're Disney now, but at the time they were the, the ESPN affiliate on, you know, the, the radio affiliate. Uh, and uh, things were so bad around, around here that the, uh, one, one of the news stations went and interviewed uh, Guy Junker and Eddie Crow, you know, you know, they, they went there and they interviewed them like before their show or after show and what's wrong with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it looked bad, you know, and, and uh, that game, you know, that, that, the, the bottom uh, rock bottom and that that year was a loss to the Bengals at at, at home. So, um, you know, 
right now it doesn't look like they have the answers, but it doesn't mean they can't find them. You know, um, if you want some recent examples of some teams that went into the postseason uh, kind of struggling a bit, the the 2012 Ravens, I think they lost three out of four heading into the postseason. And they went from maybe having a bye to they were the number four seed. They won the division, but they were the fourth seed. And nobody gave them a shot, and they went on to win the Super Bowl the year before. The uh, the Giants were seven and seven heading into the last two games, and they needed they needed to win their last two games to to clinch the NFC East. And uh, nobody gave them much of a shot, at, you know. Even though they did that, they they won. They beat the Jets and the Cowboys, and they were the number four seed. But nobody gave them much of a shot of doing anything in the postseason because I mean they were they they just didn't look like a, a good team and yet they went on to win the Super Bowl. So if you're looking for some, some fairly recent examples of a team that was struggling down the stretch that got things turned around just in time to, uh, to go on the Super Bowl run, there's two, two non-stealer examples. And then the, the, the two from 95 and 05, the two stealer examples. So, you know, things aren't, things look pre- pretty bleak right now, but it doesn't mean they can't turn it around. They just have to have to find the answer somewhere and, and and maybe it's just it's just a matter of winning a game. You win a game and, and you look fairly solid in doing it. And if they can somehow beat the Colts or a really good team with a really good defense, if they can do that on Sunday, clinch the AFC North, maybe that's that's all the confidence that they need heading into the into the postseason. And then they can rest their starters in, in week seventeen, because you could pretty much forget about you could forget about uh, the bye, but if you if you win if you beat the Colts tomorrow, then you essentially wrap up the uh, you wrap up the uh, at least the number three seed because you beat the Titans, and I think if you beat the Colts, then then uh, I think that 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 helps the Titans win the division, and I think you would you would beat that you would beat them out for the number three seed. I think that's how it's going to work. So you would at least clinch that. And as I said last week, as long as you make it, in, as long as you you're in that two, three bracket for the postseason. I think and you can avoid the chiefs for as long as possible. And, and to, to at least the AFC championship game. Well, yeah. To, to the AFC championship game. Then I think, I think uh, that's what you have to do. So if they, if they can beat the Colts tomorrow, I think that'll, that'll go a long way in giving them, giving them some confidence. So on that note, that brings to a close the, the first half of this episode of Steelers Brunch with Tony. If you're, if you're watching on YouTube, please stay with me. If you're, if you're listening on one of our audio platforms, please download part two of this episode of Steelers Brunch with Tony. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. 
subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.